Hello, and welcome to the Podcast of Steel. Here, I share news, reviews, my adventures, interviews, and more. You can always expect some Superman content from this show, but I'm a lover of all things geeky, so you never know what you're going to get. Now, let's leap into action with a brand new episode of the Podcast of Steel. Hello again. Luke Bug, the geek of Steel here, back with another episode of the Podcast of Steel. I think this is what, it must be number 15 by now. But this is a on-the-go episode. As I'm recording this, I am in Edinburgh. Edinburgh, Scotland. I've come away for a few days for a mini-adventure. And this podcast is going to be a way for me to look back on this fun little getaway. I've always wanted to visit Edinburgh and see its sights, visit lots of different places and just soak in the culture. I visited Scotland many years ago, but it was only for 24 hours to attend a funeral. And what I saw of the country, I liked. And it's taken me far too long to return, because I've only been here for four hours. And I've fallen in love with the place. It was a long journey. And I know there are other people out there like me who get anxious when it comes to travel. And I bit the bullet a few weeks ago and um, started to organise this trip. And as you've seen, I love to plan. I've got planners and organisers all over my Fortress of Solitude. So... I created a brand new one for my adventure to Edinburgh. In there, I've filled it with places that I will visit, things that I want to see, things that I want to do, and I will share that over the next few days. I will even record some sections of this podcast in certain places. But I like to write things down, because it makes my head less noisy, as I put it. I like to have a list of things that I need to do. I like to have directions not only in my phone but in my notebook so that I can look at that in a jam. If I'm getting stressed out or if I'm getting panicked or worried, I can look at that and it can give me guidance and reassurance. And it has helped immensely. And I've been um, learning a new phrase recently. And that particular phrase is the five P's. Now, this is a fantastic little system to help one remember what they are doing. And I find it in my book, as you can hear the pages turning. Sorry, the six P's. See, this is why I need a book. I forget things. Prior preparation prevents piss poor performance. And that... It's essentially, you know, um, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. But it is a great little saying, and one that I'm going to use for um, quite some time to come. And, Matt, if you're listening, thank you for that. I met Matt a few, um, a few weeks ago at the Blue Beetle event in London. And Matt will be on the podcast soon, and he noticed my Daily Planet planner, one of many. And that's when he told me about the six P's. 
prior preparation prevents piss poor performance. And I love it. It really does help. Planning helps my anxious head be calm. But even though I can plan so much and I can make lists and I can make to-do lists and I can write down where I need to be, there are some things which are sadly out of my control. And I will admit I am probably quite a bit of a control freak. But this week in the UK, strikes on the train surface have been happening. And oh, it did lead to some added stress. The unknown. I got an alert saying um, my train for this morning had been cancelled. So I had to go and make new plans. The plans that were written in stone and in my book had to be edited. And it was keeping me awake and keeping me up. Keeping me up. So I made new plans. And I also went down to my local train office and spoke to an absolute hero there. A gentleman called Russell who helped me out, told me where I needed to be, what I needed to do, what earlier trains to catch, and a true hero. And he really eased my mind and gave me fresh information on on how to stop worrying, pretty much. My main concern today was getting into London and catching my train to Edinburgh. It was a long train. And I needed a, to catch a few and some subways to, to get to where I needed to be. And because of the strikes, that made it a bit more difficult. But with some extra planning and some fantastic um, tips from Russell, I was able to get to my train way ahead of time. And as I said, I am an anxious traveller, so I would much rather be stupidly early than even close to being late. And I packed my bags yesterday, travelled this morning. The train was perfect. And um, as I left London to Edinburgh, I knew it was going to be um, a long journey. So I had books to read, I had TV shows to watch. And um, I asked recently on Instagram what shows to watch. What should I be watching? And The Bear was recommended to me by Cult of the Batman and many of you other wonderful people. It's a show that I've been meaning to watch and I'm glad I started because I've devoured season one already and I'll probably watch season two when I head back home in a few days. But there was a point in the journey today when I put my iPad down and my books and my comics and just looked out of the window as I could see the um, geographical changes happening before my eyes obviously coming out of London and going through cities and going through places like Newcastle places that I've never seen before and then slowly going more and more north and seeing more of the countryside and then seeing the North Sea and then checking my map and seeing that I was getting closer and closer to my destination and then before my eyes it had happened I was here. My train pulled up to the station. I grabbed my bags and overwhelmed instantly by the beauty of this city. So much history everywhere you look. And it's a busy place. It's also um, the Edinburgh Fringe Festival right now, so the place is packed. 
And um, because, as I said, I am an anxious planner. I had walked through these streets via Google Earth many times. So I knew where I was going. I knew where I had to be. I knew how to get to my hotel. But as I made it out of the station and onto the street, all I was doing was looking at these beautiful buildings. These beautiful stonework buildings. Fantastic masonry that has lasted for centuries. And I knew then, that moment when I was finally here, my stresses and my worries evaporated and the excitement and the happiness hit me in that moment. Seeing these streets that I'd seen so many times on Instagram reels and YouTube videos, I was here. I had arrived. And I was very happy about it. And as I said, it was, it was only about four and a half hours ago when I arrived here. And I'm here for a few days. And I cannot wait to cram so much into those days. I've got a lot of trips planned that I will talk about. I will um, more than likely do a little recording at the end of each day explaining what I've done and where I've been. But today was just me getting my bearings and walking around Edinburgh and seeing some of the sights. I walked some of the um, the Royal Mile. I saw Edinburgh Castle and lots of beautiful alleyways and old doors and churches and rooftops. I will say this. If you've been to Edinburgh, you know how steep this place is. It seems no matter where you go, if you're going there, you will have to go up a hill. <laughs> I am going to do a lot of walking over the next few days. And I've got a good pair of shoes, thick socks, and, you know, I'm ready for the exercise. But today, day one, and it's only been a few hours, I've had a fantastic time. This trip has been a long time coming, and um, I, I've taken some time away from the geek of steel, as it were. So there's no other podcasts or articles or reviews or anything else happening. I'm sharing some of my adventures in my Instagram stories and on Twitter, but that's about it. I've logged out of my emails, I have stepped away from a lot of things. And that is important for everybody to do from time to time. As many of you know, I am a very strong advocate for good mental health. And trying your best to step away from stressful situations and find time for the things that make you happy. To relax, to escape, to step away when needed. And I'm... I can't remember the last time I had a holiday. It was um, possibly going back to when I went to Metropolis way before the pandemic happened. But I'm here now and smiling and really enjoying it. And I'm excited to report about what I'm going to be getting up to next. My itinerary is full. There's some exciting things I'm going to be doing, some tourist-type things... And I'm I'm looking forward to going to sleep tonight, for one thing, because last night I didn't get much. It was a nervous sleep, making sure that I woke up this morning in time for my trains. But I am ready to unpack my bag, go to sleep. I'll probably read some of my comics that I brought with me. 
and then get ready for my first full day in Edinburgh tomorrow. But yes, this was um, day one of my trip. I'm looking forward to the rest of it, and um, I will speak to you again tomorrow. Well, hello. Day one is over, and it went by in the blink of an eye. I didn't get much sleep last night, I think partly because I was overexcited for today's events. But I woke up early this morning and went through my notes and went through my maps of where I needed to be today. And as soon as it was ready for breakfast, I went and investigated. And because the food here is just amazing, I was able to try some haggis with my breakfast. Um, if you don't know what haggis is, pause this podcast and go and Google it for me. I am willing to try anything once when it comes to food. And I think I've even had haggis in the past. But I had some this morning. It was a fantastic spread of fruit, cereals, yogurts, toast, croissants, pastries and your classic full English. Beans, mushroom, bacon, eggs sausages but with the addition of black pudding and haggis I had to try some and I was um, pleasantly surprised to see how spicy it was but it was delicious a new taste that's for sure and I think I need to try some some more varieties I feel and I think I've got some time to get that sorted out over the next few days. So I um, I loaded myself up with a good breakfast because I knew that today was going to contain a lot of walking and boy did it. My current step count for today is, as I'm looking up on my phone, 22,330 steps. My, uh, I think my record breaking number for steps was over 30,000 and I did that earlier this year with the trip to London but I'm still tired I'm still very happy with the day but boy am I tired so the two things on my list of jobs today to do was a tour of the Edinburgh Castle and also a tour of some underground well yeah just, just a tour of underground tunnels really which was fascinating but the first the big job the big event was the Edinburgh Castle because I knew I wanted to take my time with this and it wasn't until 12 o'clock so I had some time to walk around Edinburgh walk the Royal Mile as it's called and walk around the city and again just explore see what I can find and the one thing that I have been doing the most with this trip is looking up at these old buildings and rooftops. They are just wonderful shapes and different styles and different sizes. And you can easily tell that J.K. Rowling was so inspired by this city when she was writing the Harry Potter universe. I keep looking at rooftops and seeing Hagrid's house. I keep seeing Diagon Alley in all the different shop fronts. 
and it's probably why a lot of these gift shops in Edinburgh are music or Harry Potter related. But yes, these, these buildings that just continue to amaze me are everywhere. And my camera roll is slowly filling up with photographs and videos. And yeah, just a beautiful city. And then the um, I did some more hill walking. If you need to get anywhere in Edinburgh, there's a very high chance that you need to get there by going up a hill. And um, yeah, my calves are feeling it. <laughs> I will definitely have calves of steel by the end of this week. So yes, I, I walked around Edinburgh and saw some more of the sights and saw some fantastic statues as I walked through a park. Some very quaint houses and it was raining and I wanted it to rain while I was here. I want it to be a little bit grey and moody and exciting weather as I call it. And I'm very glad that I bought a waterproof coat because I got soaked. <laughs> But then it started to get sunnier and this Scottish mist, this epic fog started to go away and it was time for me to go on my Edinburgh Castle tour. And I met up the meeting point and I was met by Angus who was a fantastic tour guide and Angus was not only entertaining but he was filled with facts. I was the only English person in the group. And if you don't know your Scottish history, um, you aren't really aware, perhaps, of the rivalry and the sometimes not-so-friendly history between the English and the Scots. But Angus was charming and funny. And he did, hope, he did say that, I hope you have thick skin, because I will be um, mentioning you a lot, as I was the only other... Um, yes, and the only English person in this group. There were people in their group from China and America and Germany and Sweden, all around the world, and they were all laughing and enjoying Angus's tour. So we walked back up the Royal Mile and up the very steep hill to Edinburgh Castle, and it was just... you could smell the history. It's everywhere. This wonderful, majestic building that just simply looks like a castle. No two ways about it. It is a wonderful building. So rich in history from centuries. And it's a building that I've wanted to visit for many a year and I'm glad that I've ticked it off my tourist bucket list. But one of the big things that I wanted to make sure that I witnessed was every day at 1pm the cannon goes off. And I got to witness that today, and it made me jump. It was loud. But the view from atop of Edinburgh Castle was so beautiful and breathtaking. By the time I'd reached the top, the fog had lifted. So the views, the panoramic views were fantastic. Seeing everything around Edinburgh and looking off into the sea... It gave you an idea of what it would have been like for somebody centuries ago. That was Their job was to defend that castle. Looking out at the sea, looking out around the surrounding areas and making sure that nobody was attacking. It is a fantastic building. And the way that Angus told me about its history, 
it made me want to learn more about it. And that will be added to my list of things that I get obsessed over. <laughs> because it was a fantastic tour with a fantastic tour guide. So, Angus, thank you very much. I have left you a review and I've emailed your boss because you did a fantastic job. And after the tour was over, I was able to walk around a little bit longer and visit the, uh, the gift shop and try some whiskey, which was delicious. And then not long after that, it was time for my next event. And this was the tour of the underground of Edinburgh. And there was some dark, dark histories beneath the pavements of Edinburgh. So to learn more about that and to learn about the ways in which people had to live centuries ago was awful. And it was a particularly grim and graphic tour. And again, it was a part of the history of Scotland that I didn't really know too much about, but I would like to know more, especially all these grim and scary tunnels that were underneath the city. And as we had another tour, this one was, again, just a great way for me to see more of the city, but learn more about its history as well. And I'm, I'm looking forward to cramming some more in over the next few days. I, I'm only here for five days in total. And today was my first full day. And I'm already pooped. But tomorrow, tomorrow is a day that I'm really looking forward to. I mean, every day I'm excited for, but tomorrow is a trip where not much walking will be happening. I have to leave my hotel rather early to go to my rendezvous where I will meet my driver who will take me on a tour around Scotland. And eventually that tour will lead us to Loch Ness where we get to see so much of Scotland's natural beauty and learn more about its countryside and its wildlife and I've been watching videos about Scotland for weeks in preparation for this trip and I know that tomorrow my eyes will be in for a visual treat and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm excited. I think tonight as soon as my head will hit any sort of pillow I will sleep until morning and I'm ready. I've packed my bag, I have my waterproof clothes, I have a camera I have my dictaphone. Just thinking about tomorrow is already making me smile. So that will hopefully help me dream about tomorrow's adventure. And hopefully, with a little bit of luck, Nessie will not be camera shy tomorrow. This was the end of my first full day. And I am somehow already missing Scotland. I'm looking forward to spending some more time here. I'll be back soon with the next part of this on-the-go episode. It is the end of my second full day in Scotland. And I was meant to take this recorder out with me today to record on-the-go. But this morning, in classic Luke style, I forgot it and I left it at my hotel. I was excited and I was nervous and I was eager to get out of the door this morning. 
because today was a day that I've been looking forward to for quite some time. When I decided, when I bit the bullet, when I knew that I was coming to Scotland for this adventure, there was something that I had to do, and that was visit Loch Ness. Loch Ness is a mysterious and magical place, and I've been aware of it since I was a boy, and I've been researching it since the beginning of this year. And just the the pop culture significance of this place, the the mystique behind it, meant that I had to go and visit. And I'm so glad that I did. But what turned out to be just one place that I needed to visit turned out to be a much bigger adventure. I found a trip on tripadvisor.com and it was an adventure into the Highlands on a coach all day long. Pretty much from 8am to just shy of 9pm. I am so tired and completely overstimulated but I had the most amazing day of being on a coach with a fantastic tour guide learning more about Edinburgh learning more about Scotland and the Highlands and Nessie and it was a brilliant trip I was a little bit nervous about this adventure this morning um, I knew there were going to be lots of people because as soon as I turned up at the uh, designated meeting area there were dozens of people and I was sort of a bit concerned. Where are we all going to sit? How are we all going to fit on? And finally then one bus turned up and I could instantly tell there were far too many people to fit onto this one bus. Then we were quickly informed that more buses were coming. But I was still a little bit anxious. This is a solo adventure for me. And I didn't want to be a burden on anybody else by sitting next to a stranger or sitting and ruining somebody's view whilst they could be looking out of the window. But when I showed the guys my ticket and I explained that I was travelling solo they um, pointed to my seat, which was at the front of the bus. I was riding shotgun with a huge windscreen in front of me and fantastically large windows, which helped me see the beautiful Scottish Highlands. And as soon as I took off my coat, put my bag down and sat down in my seat, the weight lifted off my shoulders and I could feel the smile on my face. I was excited. I was ready for the day. I knew the things that I would be seeing and the places where I would be going, but I was still unsure. I've researched this trip. I've seen the videos on YouTube and reels on Instagram about where I would be going, but it's different when you're living in the moment, which is something that I've recommended that we all do more of. And so I sat back, I had my snacks, I had my drink, I had my camera, I was ready to go. And I was, I, I knew that the tour guide would be telling us about where we would be going, 
but I had no idea of how how entertaining the tour guide would be. And I'm looking at his business card right now. Kilted, well, the kilted biker on Instagram. But Paul, the man behind the Instagram page and behind the social media pages, it was Paul that made this trip so entertaining for everybody. He made this trip memorable. Now, it's one thing to drive a huge coach all day long, all around Scotland and across the Highlands. And yes, we did take regular breaks and we walked around beautiful villages and tourist spots and saw some amazing things. Purely gorgeous nature. Things that I've only seen in documentaries and, and in films before. So to see it in person was an absolute treat. But as we were driving all across the Highlands, Paul told us about the history of Scotland, which is so rich that I'm looking forward to learning more about it by watching more documentaries, by reading more books and watching more films and TV shows that were recommended by Paul. And just the day flew by. It was one of my longest days on this adventure. But from the moment, as I said, as I sat down in that seat, we were educated and entertained with lots of jokes and singing and quizzes and games. It was a, a wonderful tour and Paul really made it special. And uh, I feel honoured to be a part of that trip to um, witness somebody that is so charming and talented at their job. This was the definition of extreme multitasking driving around very tight bends and parking in very, very risky places. He was a perfect guide and a perfect driver. I'm a bit of an anxious passenger when in cars and minibuses and coaches. But Paul was fantastic at his job and put me at ease and the rest of the huge coach and all the passengers all from different walks of life, all speaking different languages, but Paul was able to interact and entertain everybody. And I knew this trip was going to be beautiful. This particular trip, driving around Glencoe, witnessing Loch Ness, and going on a Loch Ness ferry, hoping to find this beastie. But it was... As I said, it's been my best day so far. I had a truly wonderful day. And that is a big part down to Paul's expertise and wisdom and just attention to detail when telling us about the history of Scotland and the places we were visiting and how they related to times in Scotland's history. I easily get fascinated and I hyperfixate on things 
whether it be my book reading challenge or Superman or comics or a certain piece of history. But the way in which Paul was so passionate about his country's history has made me want to learn more. Yes, I know a little bit about its leaders and its gory graphic history, but I want to know more. And the recommendations that Paul gave when it came to learning more and being entertained more about this country's history. He um, really is not only a fantastic ambassador for the coach driving company, um, harrycoo.com. Sorry, furrycoo.com. I'm going to get that wrong. Let me, let me get my phone up. Because I want to get this right. Because if you do come to Scotland... I cannot recommend this company enough. If you want to see more of Scotland and learn more about Scotland, then do this trip. And if you can, request Paul. I cannot recommend his his services enough. <laughs> An absolutely perfect, perfect tour guide. So yes, it was all around Scotland and it is loading up now. And here we go. Goodness me, my my phone is probably filled up full of photographs and videos from today's event. But, here we go. It's loading, don't worry. TheHairyCoo.com uh, The Hairy Coo meaning hairy cow. And on the front of the bus was uh, a Highland cow with um, the big furry horns and everything. <laughs> But this company and Paul, I cannot recommend them enough. Um, I will be leaving a, a very detailed review about why this trip meant so much to me and why it was so entertaining. And if I could do this trip all over again tomorrow, I probably would. It was well worth the money to be picked up and dropped off and... Seeing so much of the country in one day really made it special. And so, yes, thank you, Paul, for being the perfect, perfect tour guide. And uh, Paul is on Instagram as the Kilted Biker. And um, hopefully, in the future, Paul might even be a guest on the podcast of Still, talking about all of his passions. He explained that he is a a big geek as well, and he gave some fantastic details about the filming locations for lots of the Harry Potter scenes. We even went past um, the location of Hagrid's house at one point. But, yes, I can't say it enough. But right now I am over-happy, I am over-excited, and I am over-tired. It's been an amazing day. And it's really, the memories that I made today of seeing these beautiful places all around Scotland will stay with me forever. And yes, I've got pictures, and yes, I've got video and souvenirs, including a very fluffy Nessie. The memories I made were on that coach, being told about the history, being entertained about Scotland. Paul was just the, the perfect tour guide. And he was the hero of the day. So once again, thank you very much, Paul, for being the perfect tour guide. And um, 
as I said, if you are visiting Scotland and Edinburgh, the Hairy Coo bus tours are an absolute must visit for you. Now I'm going to relax. I've got another full day tomorrow. Tomorrow is another exploring day. I'll be going all around Edinburgh, uh, picking up more souvenirs, checking out more things, and possibly walking up Arthur's Seat, which is a uh, beautiful geographical land point just very close to my hotel. So um, wish me luck. And hopefully on tomorrow's update, I will be telling you how well I did or didn't do. So, my final day has just finished here in wonderful Edinburgh. This was a slow day, yet quite a physical one. I wanted to see more of this beautiful city. I wanted to see as much as I could. So, I got on a sightseeing open-top bus. I spent all of yesterday on that coach going around the highlands and it was a fantastic tour with a fantastic tour guide so today I thought let's give it another go and I wasn't disappointed it was a wonderful tour now I've been walking around Edinburgh for the last few days and I've been doing it on Google Earth for the last few weeks but with a tour guide that knows the area and knows all those secret facts it was um, it was well worth it and I've mentioned this before I can't stop looking up at all these really tall buildings. They are all so glorious to look at. And being on top of the open top double-decker bus, you could really see some of the more intricate details. And these wonderful windows and gargoyles and statues and rooftops. And I did that tour twice. <laughs> Um, you could get off and on this particular bus and I did that and I'm, I walked around and saw some sights including the grave of Thomas Riddell from Harry Potter and um, I saw a few of the places where J.K. Rowling got inspiration for her books and where she wrote some of her books as well but yeah, it was a a relaxing long day but... There was one thing that I had to do that I've been thinking about since I was planning this trip and my hotel was right next to it. And that was Arthur's Seat, an extinct volcano where you can walk to the top and admire the views from all around. Now, since I arrived here on Monday, it has been raining every day. And today it stayed dry. And I, um, I made the decision to, if I was going to do it, I had to do it today. And that was walk up Arthur's seat. And I'm so grateful that the ground was dry and not muddy and slippery. Now, I've, I'm a, a walker. I love walking. I've been trying to do more of it this year. But this hill... I don't really think it can be classed as a mountain, but this hill was steep, and I took my time walking up it. And I know that tomorrow, when I'm luckily going to be on a train going home for quite a few hours, my legs will be feeling it. But 
just walking up the hill and seeing the surrounding areas was, was well worth the energy and the pain that I will be feeling tomorrow. And when I finally got to the top, I mean, I'm not great with the heights. I could certainly see myself going slower as I got closer to the top and saw the drops and the very steep embankments that I could easily have fallen down because I am very clumsy. But when I got to the top, it was worth it. Beautiful views around this fantastic city. And now, whenever I see this particular place on the internet or on TV or in films, I can proudly say that. You see that hill there? That massive hill? I climbed that once when I was a younger man. <laughs> but people from all ages were walking up that hill. And some people were even running past me up the hill. And, you know, more power to you. Ugh, I can't even begin to imagine how much work that must take. But it was impressive to see. Then, after being up there and having my lunch on top of this beautiful hill with gorgeous surroundings, I made my way back down for a long walk back. Uh, but another place that I went to today was um, a planetarium and saw some fun science exhibits and a wonderful presentation to do with the Earth and space. And I adore planetariums. I really get to geek out and just get lost in these wonderful screens. So, yeah, this is pretty much the end of my trip. Tomorrow I will be heading home. A long train to London, and then another long train back to my Fortress of Solitude. But this has been a well-needed break. A mini-adventure. No blog work, no emails, no interviews, no podcast reviews. Just taking some time to enjoy relaxing, which is something that I've not always been really good at. But I forced myself, and this was the right time to do it. It was a great trip. I really enjoyed my time here. The people that I've met here in Scotland have been absolute heroes. Um, I would gladly come back to Scotland. I'm already thinking about where I might go to next on my next adventure. Whether that be in the UK or abroad somewhere. But I would definitely come back to Scotland. I've definitely fallen in love with the Highlands and Glencoe and Loch Ness, and the history. I've got a list of books and films that I want to um, get lost in when I return, and so I can hyper-fixate on the history of Scotland before I return again. But it's been a brilliant trip. So what I shall do now is um, pack up my bags and my um, souvenirs. I've bought quite a lot. I, I want reminders of this holiday. So right now I'm looking at a stuffed Nessie. I'm looking at bags filled with shortbread biscuits and sticks of rock and fudge and postcards and t-shirts and ornaments and bookmarks. I was full on tourist mode this week. <laughs> but today it's the place is really starting to get busy. The Edinburgh Fringe, which is an arts festival, has begun. And also the Edinburgh Military Tattoo, where, we're, where bands from all around the world 
come and perform marching bands and I've been hearing drums and bagpipes all weekend and a lot of the performers are staying at the same hotel so it was quite surreal this morning waking up and walking to breakfast and seeing so many people in kilts and drum kits and just looking much more smarter than I was at half past seven in the morning. But if you're not aware of the military tattoo or the Edinburgh Fringe or Edinburgh, I really recommend this as a wonderful place to visit, whether it be for a few days or for a week. I've been here since Monday. I've had a pretty much full-on list of things that I've wanted to do, and I've ticked them all off my list. And a few bonus things happened as well. But if you are considering coming, or coming again to this beautiful place, beautiful place, I can't recommend it enough. I will definitely be leaving a piece of my heart here in Scotland. And um, thank you for everybody that suggested places for me to visit, things to do, places to shop at. It's been uh, a well-needed, restful adventure. But I'm really looking forward to getting back to my fortress of solitude and planning the next episode of the podcast of Still, but also planning my next adventure. I have been Luke Bug, the Geek of Steel. Thank you for listening, and thank you Scotland for making this week fantastic. I've been your host, Luke Bug, the Geek of Steel. You can find me online, just search for Luke Bug, the Geek of Steel. And I'll be back soon with a brand new episode of the podcast of Steel.